What's up, sports rehab experts? Today we're gonna to be going over reasons why your IT band will start hurting when you are running and how this matters for when you're trying to get back to running again and not have to deal with constant IT band issues all the time as you start picking up your mileage, especially as spring starts to move forward here and you see more and more people out running. Uh, we see IT band issues with runners all the time. Now, before we get into actual solutions and how to try to start solving this issue, we need to understand what the actual IT band is and what it does for us. Um, there's surgeries actually out there that go into cutting the IT band, which if you ask me, in my opinion, is absolutely ludicrous. Um, I've dealt with a number of people who have had IT band issues who can overcome them without needing some type of surgery. Furthermore, that surgery, uh, if you've ever considered it or if you've potentially had it in the past, I know a lot of people who have had that surgery, come to me afterwards saying that surgery did them next to no good or perhaps even the, their pain is worse now because of it. And uh, this is one of the big reasons why is we don't understand what the IT band is actually doing for the human body. So when you look at the IT band, you, you need to understand that it comes from an actual muscle. It originates from a muscle, but it turns into this thick, dense, fibrous tissue. Um, that attaches down on the outside aspect of your knee. And uh, this tissue is so, so dense, in fact, that you cannot stretch it. Um, so any video that you see on YouTube that claims to stretch the IT band, um, you should just kind of throw that out of the bathwater because uh, it, it's been proven time and time again in research that it's actually impossible to stretch it. Our physical force that we can do with our hands, a foam roller, um, by trying to pull, tug, yank on it, it's not going to change the actual tissue length. Now what it could do if you stretch it is it could provide a temporary um, sensation to the area that takes, uh, that, that alters your pain perception of it. So perhaps that um, has helped you in the past or perhaps that helps you temporarily, um, but it doesn't solve a bigger issue and it's why you likely are experiencing it over and over again as you start to run because you didn't actually change anything and how the body actually operates. Um, you just altered a sensation, which if your pain improved from that, likely there's no tissue damage um, that you need to be concerned of because if there was tissue damage, you wouldn't notice a drastic change in your pain like that right off the bat. So uh, if your pain levels change drastically with the stretch, more than likely there's not an actual tissue damage and how it's working is you're providing a different sensation that alters the body's perception of pain momentarily in time, which could allow you to start running and doing things a little bit more comfortably. But if you keep getting that pain coming back, there's deeper reasons why that always occurs. So um, that's why we also need to understand what the IT band does. So if we look at a model, the IT band would kind of come down and attach on the lateral side of the knee. Again, it's very thick, it's very dense, um, and it provides a nice lateral support to the knee joint. So the purpose of that thick, dense tissue is to provide a lateral support against any type of force that might come in this direction that could irritate the knee joint. Now, because it originates at the tensor fasciolata up at the hip, um, that muscle is actually capable of doing many things for the body. It can flex the hip, it can externally rotate, internally rotate, and abduct the hip or move the hip out wide. Um, those variety of movement capabilities also create this stabilization, rotary stabilization that will occur at the knee too because of that. Um, but uh, 
what I'd like you to consider is that because this um, muscle is actually pretty uh, strong, power, powerful, thick, and dense, it's the body's kind of go-to uh, structure to kind of provide accessory support. Um, if you look again at the alignment of it, it doesn't necessarily have the best alignment to provide support um, front to back or sagittally. So as you bend, extend, flex, and extend, it doesn't actually have that much, um, or at least the alignment of the IT band wouldn't actually provide you much stability in that situation. But because, um, again, this it starts up at the hip, there's going to be rotary influence of it. And because it is such a thick, dense, strong material that attaches at the knee, the body loves to use this um, muscle and this, this thick, dense tissue as a way of creating extra stability if other muscles aren't necessarily doing its job. Um, so it will call upon this muscle to create a little bit more stability about the knee, especially as you run. Again, running is primarily this, uh, you know, it's, you're just going forward. The knee just bends and it extends. There is some kind of um, rotary movements that happen at the knee, but they're fairly minimal, which is why the uh, activation or the utilization of that IT band should be minimal as well too. What should be a little bit to a higher degree um, being focused in on knee stability from that sagittal standpoint, because you're just running forward um, in distance runners, or if you're going for a job for fitness purposes, you're just going forward. Um, the quads and the hamstrings should provide more of that support for the knee. Um, many people have strong enough quads, but there are certain instances when the quads could be a little bit weaker and not have the capacity to withstand that. So any of the uh, knee extension, um, quad building, squats, single leg squats, lunges, any of those activities are fine, all well and good. Um, and for certain people, they, they may be really, really helpful too. But often the thing that's neglected or not thought of as quite as much is the hamstrings. Now the hamstrings, there's a few different hamstrings and we know there's a medial and a lateral hamstrings. Um, one that comes down uh, on the outside of the knee, uh, the pelvis would be over here as the hip attaches. So one that comes on the outside of the knee and one that comes down on the inside of the knee. So you can think of that, uh, those two muscles as like reins on a horse is when you pull on one rein, it's going to turn the shin or the tibia one way. You pull on the other, it's going to turn the body the opposite way. So we need strength from both of those muscles uh, to provide equal support, both medial inside and lateral outside uh, aspect of the joint. And the more we can get uh, strength, capacity, and control into these muscles, then the, the better off the knee is going to be able to control itself um, through a more dynamic activity such as running. So we really want to turn our focus to the hamstrings. Um, we don't want to forget about any of the hip strengthening and the quad strengthening that you're already doing, but we really need to turn our focus to the hamstrings to be able to help um, really, really control that knee joint. And what tends to be happening the most, and this is again just from personal experience, um, you probably have noticed this as you watch runners or treated runners or as a runner yourself, um, a lot of people like to run in more of that toed out position. They uh, don't necessarily roll through their foot in an optimal fashion. Um, so how you use your foot and how your foot interacts with the ground can also impact this. But uh, again, if this is the outside hip here, pelvis is here again, um, the lateral side of your knee is here. This would be where the IT band is. If that muscle was 
to um, be active and contract in, in that toed out position, this muscle, this IT band, this thick dense tissue is going to be slightly contracted here in this position as you, um, as you run with that toed out position. Now, if we get the inside hamstrings to be a little bit more active, that's going to bring the knee into a different uh, alignment and that's going to take some of the onus, some of the pressure, some of the demand off of the lateral side of the knee, which is where you're getting a lot of the discomfort again because this thick dense tissue is trying to do too much and is trying to uh, do a lot of extra work because some of your other muscle groups aren't coming to the party and distributing the workload symmetrically or evenly throughout all your different tissues. So again, if we want to think critically and think deeply about this issue, if you get someone to feel their medial hamstring, a lot of times they can bend their knee a lot more comfortably without experiencing lateral knee pain. Um, so uh, very simple tests and retests that you do is if you do a inside hamstring, medial knee hamstring exercise, and all of a sudden they can bend and flex and extend their knee a lot more comfortably because oftentimes in a real, real acute case of IT band issues, that is a problem that many of them experience is, is even when they're not running, when they're walking, or if they're just sitting in the chair and they're trying to extend and flex their knee, that oftentimes hurts in the same area for an acute issue. So if you do say like an isometric medial hamstring exercise or an isotonic, a little bit more aggressive of an exercise, but to the medial hamstrings as well, and that makes knee bending more comfortable for that person, you know absolutely you're in the right spot to help that person out. Um, and that exercise, that activity is going to be a uh, game changer for that individual. I'm not saying that medial hamstring exercises are the be all end all one solution to solve every IT band issue out there. But what I am saying is it's a, it's a very overlooked muscle in solving IT band pain, especially in runners. Still do not neglect all the quad, all the global hamstring exercises you may be doing, as well as any stability type training you might be doing, um, single leg type exercise and hip based exercises as well. Those are all important too. Um, I'm just calling your attention to a very overlooked aspect of IT band issue and uh, something that I found to be very, very prominent in many cases. Um, and is certainly worth a look with anybody dealing with IT band or lateral knee pain. Hey, thanks for watching. Hope you got a lot out of the information in today's video. If you like this type of content, if you could do us a huge favor by liking the channel, subscribing to the channel, and uh, hit that alert button so you get notified when any new videos come out your way. Also, if you're a rehab clinician looking to take your clinical skill knowledge to the next level and seeing how you can better help your patients, visit sportsrehabexpert.com where we got a lot more information that can help you along the way, as well as our certified sports rehab expert course. This is two courses that give you a sports rehab residency or an orthopedic fellowship type education in half the time at a fraction of the cost. So visit sportsrehabexpert.com to check out these two courses. We have the Human Assessment Mastery course and the Full Body Treatment Domination course. And finally, maybe you aren't a rehab clinician watching this video. Maybe you're someone just looking to keep an active, healthy, mobile, athletic lifestyle without painkillers and frequent visits to the doctor's office. 
If you're located in Ann Arbor, Michigan, you're in luck. Just visit annarbor.physio and you can set up your appointment today. If you're not from around the Ann Arbor or the Michigan area, no worries. We do a lot of online video consultation services from people all over the globe as well too. So you can reach us at annarbor.physio or at sportsrehabexpert.com and we'd love to learn more about how we can help you out.